When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks. Mama Mimi joining us now uh, to wish me a happy birthday on air. Mom, welcome in. We're not going to say how old I am. I don't think think the Jets have the quality of players around them that the Buffalo Bills have, the other players. So I think uh, Buffalo is still good. I I think Buffalo is still good. (laughs) You know, I ordered food. Would you believe it's at the door? Okay, I'll let you go. I love no, you. No, I'll, I'll, I'll let birthday. Okay. All right. Go, go get your grub hub. You're listening to Anita Marks. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. I love, I love you too. Bye. On 98.7 ESPN. Good friend of mine, Steve Verderosa, joins us on the program now. Uh, worked for the Giants in their scouting department for uh, over 30 years. In my opinion, one of the best in the business. Love talking football with him. Copious amounts of hours uh, we spend on the phone talking about the draft and players and uh, and I'm I'm blessed I'm blessed to call you my friend Steve how you doing I'm doing great and happy birthday <laughs> thank you thank you thank you. you just you just you just heard Mama Mimi so uh, big, I know big fo- and, and I feel like a real toad because I didn't send you your card this year so <laughs> I'll, I'll, have make, I'll have to make it up That's to okay. some other way. That's okay. My my mom ended our our radio segment early because Grubhub was at her door. Um, so just goes oh. to show you, yeah, yeah, she's got to go. Her food's there. Happy birthday. See you later, sweetie. Uh, anyway, uh, let's talk about let's talk about this draft. Um, again, we'll start with the Giants because obviously you're so familiar with that organization. You worked with them for so long. Uh, they got their guy, Banks. Uh, cornerback from Maryland. Uh, you, I'm sure you, you saw the video, Wink Martindale, really happy, hugging Joe Shane. Mm-hmm. How often in, in the tenure that you were part of the, the, the scouting department, how often does that happen where the guy that you've got number one or, or at least at the top of your board who you're hoping is going to be there when it's time for you to draft is there? Uh, you know, is that an outlier situation? How often does that happen, Steve? Oh, for us it happened more so than not. Um Obviously, sometimes when you're when you're picking further down in the draft, like the Giants did this time at 24, then moved up to 20, uh, moved up to 24 from 25. Um, you know, you just have to see how the cards fall, and when your turn is to pick, you know, we always took the highest rated guy on our board. But there were times, there were times where you know, um, various general managers that I worked with were able to massage uh, a deal with somebody else. Uh, a couple times, Ernie, of course, he did a great job. Um, we moved up to get uh, Jeremy Shockey, and I think everybody in the organization, coaches, scouts, everybody was high-fiving because that's the guy that we really targeted, and it really worked out. And Ernie did a great job. And, and there were other times. Ob- obviously, the, the Eli Manning thing was, you know, was monumental in turning the organization around, but there were quite a few other guys. Uh, Matthias Kiwanuka was another one where Ernie did a great job uh, moving things around, and it worked out in our favor. Um, so to answer your question, more more so times than not, um, 
I don't think there was ever a time where you were disappointed. You might have been disappointed because the guy that you as a scout really, really um, was, was high on and envisioned him on, in your uniform, and he was picked, uh, you know, a, a couple of spots or a spot before you. You know, that kind of that happened. I remember, I remember one year, uh, Jerry Reese. He just he just loved Darryl Revis. And, and we would have loved to have gotten Darryl Revis. And, of course, the Jets ended up getting him. And uh, we tried to do things. And sometimes you have to have a willing partner. And it doesn't always happen. So, um, But more good times than, than not, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, talking about uh, the uh, the Jets, uh, they just drafted. They took – had Jordan Renan on just a second ago – he felt that the Giants were going to be targeting a running back. The Jets took um, the running back from Pittsburgh, um, Abani Kanda. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that properly. I apologize if I'm not. 5'10", 216 from Pittsburgh. Just FYI, that's, uh, the, the Jets just selected him. Obviously, Brees Hall, not sure if he's going to be ready 100% mm-hmm. to go week one of the regular season. Uh, with that being that said, young man from um, you, you that like young him? You like Pittsburgh. that? He- yeah, he's a good back. I saw him play live last year when they came and played in Chapel Hill. And tough to tackle, runs behind his pads, plays with power, really good balance, um, vision. Um, he's a good player. They got themselves a good player. So the Giants, uh, round two, they get John Michael Schmidt, a uh, center from Minnesota. And then in round three, they get Jalen Hyatt, which I'm more excited about. I love Jalen Hyatt. I felt he arguably could be the, the second or third best wide receiver in this draft. And the Giants to get him at three. Curious to get your thoughts. Well, a, a typical lady, typical woman, you like the glitz and glamour of the wide receivers, so you were more excited about that. Me, personally, I was more excited that they got the center because they really needed to do something for the interior offensive line. I, I know um, Shane Lemieux has had a couple of years of injuries, but I, I, I was – talking to somebody in the media yesterday afternoon about 1 o'clock, maybe one thirty, And I said, look, the Giants have a pair of offensive tackles and they like Glowinski and, and if they can get Lemieux back on the field, the, the, uh, the problem right now is there's no one in the pivot. They need to get somebody and they need to get somebody who can step in and be a starter from day one. So, you know, the guys on the street, are they really upgrades? Is that what you're looking for? You still have your quarterback in tow. You got your senior running back. Um, you can get those outside guys, but you got to get those big guys inside. So I was really, really ecstatic for them. I, I liked both the center from Minnesota that the Giants took and the kid from Wisconsin, the little bit that I watched on them. Uh, so the Jets got their guy. The Giants got their guy. And uh, I did like Hyatt a lot. I thought that was great value in the third round. He has legit speed outside that – other teams are going to have to account for. That's for sure. Um, I like Tipman a lot as well. Let's talk about the Jets, right? Um, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, with the deal that they made with the Green Bay Packers, they moved from 13 to 15. They wanted Broderick Jones. And um, just when they thought that they could get him, the Patriots trade with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The, the Steelers jump up ahead of the Giants and take Broderick Jones. So now they're sitting there on the clock. Uh, we had Rich Samini on the show not too long ago trying to wheel and deal, trade down. They couldn't find a partner. This isn't a great draft class. Nobody really wants to trade up. Everybody wants to trade down. 
So they go with Will McDonald. Uh, so a few things here. Number one, I know you guys were in this situation at some point in time, right? Um, and the Chicago Bears jumped up ahead of you and got a defensive player that you guys liked. Um, you know, oh, yeah. what, what? Take Don't us, remind. take us in, take, <laughs> take us inside that war room, and what is that like? In an instant, when that happens, and then all, all of a sudden you're like, "Oh snap! What do we do?" Well, there's disappointment. Obviously, we we just mentioned, you know, there's guys that you target and there's guys that you really like and that you're hoping that they fall to you. And then something happens like that. Well, it's done. There's nothing you can do about it. You you have to just keep going with your board. And as the tiles come off, you you have to be happy with the the highest rated guy on your board. Yeah, there's a little, there's disappointment, but you can't dwell on it. You got to keep going. It's just like playing a game. So um, move forward and next man up and and hopefully the guy that you pick will uh, outperform the guy that you were hoping to get before that trade was made. So now it, so, it, so now it all so, the time. right so now Joe Deasy is on the phone he's trying to trade down he can't trade down and all of a sudden you just got to like you got to take the top guy on your board right Sure clock is ticking Interesting Absolutely um, you, but listen, you, the other part of that is as long as you believe in your system, uh, you believe in the evaluators, you, you, you love the input of the coaches and their evaluation process, and as everybody comes together and the final grade is on there, um, if you really believe in what you're doing and how you're doing it and have a strong conviction, you put the grade on that guy, then go with that guy. And listen, stranger things have happened. There's been so many players that have superseded the expectations of the team, where they picked them, how they picked them. So um, that's what really makes it exciting. Before I let you go, we had a Jets uh, fan who called into the show. And, and, you know, so so now because of this, uh, some some concern in regard to the Jets and and who they're going to put in as tackle. When you miss out on this, do you, you know, do you ever sit back and say, you know what, we don't have our guy yet. You know, there will be a tackle that will be cut from another team who could come in and, and be our starter. Is is you know, I, I don't I don't necessarily feel that's the right mentality. But you know, how how what what's the likeliness of that happening? Where maybe the Jets don't have a ta- maybe they're you know that a tackle gets cut from another team as cuts happen uh, as we get closer to the regular season. But but realistically, yeah, you can't really, bank on that, right, Steve? No, not not at all. But look, I'll give you one specific example. And there's there, there's always going to be guys that surface. In, in my last draft, there was a an offensive tackle um, from Texas Tech named Terrence Steele. I didn't love him, but but this guy had a lot of the traits. He was he's very big. Uh, he played a lot of football. Uh, he was healthy. Um, and everybody needs offensive linemen, and especially guys that are 6'6 with 35-inch arms give you a chance to tackle. Well, we didn't take them in the seventh round. I was really hoping we did because we had four picks in the seventh round. We didn't. You know, the, the, it's not my call. It's, it's, it's the amalgamation of everybody's information. So uh, we went in a different direction. Well, he became a free agent and signed with the Dallas Cowboys. Well, this offseason, he just signed a long multi-term deal as he's worked his way from an undrafted free agent into a starting right tackle 
for a playoff team in the National Football League. So to, to think that you're going to get somebody that's cut from another team, you just keep working the process. Teams are going to work the process today between the fourth and seventh round, and then everybody will be on the phone with uh, free agency. And somebody is going to find a guy that's going to be the diamond in the rough, and you just keep working it. That's what you do. And if that doesn't work out, then you scour the waiver wire. And after the waiver wire, yes, when the June 1st cuts come, uh, there might be a guy there that, that will fill your need. But you don't jump from A to Z. You keep working through the alphabet until you get to that point. Steve Verderosa joining us here on 98.7 ESPO, 98.7 ESPN. Uh, <laughs> just a reminder, Steve's got a great book out. So you want to be an NFL scout. It just hit. And uh, it is absolutely fantastic. Uh, Steve, let the folks know how, how and where they can find this book to purchase. Sure. Well, I, actually, this past Tuesday, the 25th, was the official release date. It was on, on pre-order through Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And the publisher let me know the other day that the, the pre-sales are pretty good. We're, we're a little over 800 pre-sales. So, um, but People can go online on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, or go to their local Barnes and Noble and request that it's being, you know, be brought to the store. Um, but it's out there, and um, I, if you're a football fan, and this is the draft time of the year, if you want some inside information and and what we did at the Giants, and even what we did at the one year I was at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a, a million years ago, it's all in there. And I talk about different coaches, Coach Parcells and Coach Coughlin. Um, different players, uh, a lot of guys in the New York metropolitan area they'll be real familiar with, and some that they might not be familiar with, and the draft stories and how those guys came about. So um, hopefully everybody will enjoy it. It's out there. Um, I've gotten a lot of feedback, so I'm, I'm, I'm really happy about that. Fantastic. Great stuff, Steve. We, we so appreciate each and every time you join us here on 98.7 ESPN. Enjoy your weekend, my friend. You too. And again, happy birthday. I am so embarrassed and disappointed in myself <laughs> that I didn't send you your card. <laughs> Stop. But it's fine. I, I you joined it, us on the program. That's a, that's, a, that's, a nice, that's a nice birthday gift. It's a nice birthday gift, Steve. All right. Well, listen, have a great glass of wine tonight and um, enjoy the rest of your weekend as well. Fantastic. All right. Uh, we come back. We're going to take your calls. Matt, St- um, Steph, Richard, Corey, hang tight. Also, I want to switch gears. I know we spent a lot of time talking about uh, the NFL draft, and rightfully so. It's still going on right now. Um, but big Knicks Heat Bing series bong. kicking off tomorrow um, that you'll be able to listen to right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You know, I, 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 part of me feels bad. I, we, we need to give the Knicks some consideration, some time here on the show. So uh, I, I do want to end the show, the last 30 minutes, talking Knicks. Of course, we've got um, Joe Wiz, who's going to be joining us as well, as he does each and every Saturday uh, with his picks and his plays. So uh, just keep that in mind. 800-919-3776. Uh, let's go to Richard in Manhattan. Richard, I know you've been holding on for a second. How you doing? Hi, Anita. Anita, I wish I was advising Saquon Barkley. You know, this situation reminds me, you've been going to a doctor your whole life, and then he gives you some bad news. Now you're looking around for better news from another doctor. The Giants love him. They're going to give him the best deal that he can get. It has nothing to do with his performance or the person he is. It has to do with his position. Running backs are not valued anymore. He's a great back, but nobody cares. He'll sign somebody else. He can get a free agent. He has to understand this is the climate that he plays in. This is the way the NFL is now. I mean, there's not going to be any high-priced running backs anymore. Maybe it will turn, although this year in the draft, would they take two running backs in the first 20? But right now, at this moment, we don't see that. And he should just get as, he should have gotten as much money, guaranteed money, that he could from the New York Giants. He's not going to get a better deal anywhere else, and nobody's going to give him more money on what kind of year he has. So he should have grabbed all the money he can right now because he's one hit away from not being worth the penny. He should know this. Somebody should be advising him this. This is um, not well, like here, the old NFL where well, running backs were valued. I, I feel so, Richard, I feel so Richard, bad for I, him. Richard, I, I hear you. He is being, and thanks for the phone call. He is being advised. Um, you know, uh, I want to say he's with Rock Nation, I think. I think I'm right. Um and um, and him and his agent. Um, and by the way, he's got a female agent. So shout out. Shout out. He's got a female agent. And uh, and they're playing hardball. They're playing hardball. Uh, let's go to Steph in Uniondale. Steph, welcome in. All right. All right. Anita, love what you do. Always tune in. Have to call in. Give you your flowers. Happy birthday. Happy New Year. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I want to get into the Knicks. Um, I think... I think we got a chance of going like to the finals because I think Boston and B is probably the longer he plays, he might get hurt or injured. I don't wish that on nobody, but it happens. And I like the the matchup with the Heat. I'm not scared against Boston, obviously. So I want to know what you think about that. Yeah, I'm going to dive into uh, some some Heat and Knicks talk coming up, Steph. So thank you so much, and thank you. I appreciate your call, and, and thank you for the birthday wishes. Uh, let, let me take Matt. We'll take a break. We come back. Again, Joe Wiz is going to join us, and, and, then, um, and then I do want to do a deep dive into this Knicks Heat series for sure. Matt in Jersey, welcome in. How you doing, Anita? Uh, it is your birthday, period, a statement of fact. Um, <laughs> the, going back to the Jets, um, I just want this team to be watchable. If you turned on the Jets the last six years, it's like they were playing Quidditch and everyone else was playing NFL football. It was a completely unwatchable product where I was finding myself going out and just driving in the car on Sunday afternoons because I could not watch what they were doing on the TV. And I'm hoping that 
I can actually enjoy football Sunday and not just have the Red Zone channel playing all day. And then a little bit into Aaron Rodgers. He's going to play for whatever they can get him under the cap for this year. And then as soon as they kick in his option next year for $47 million, that cap hit goes from $108 million to seventy-five, And then they're going to restructure over the next two seasons. So it's almost guaranteed he's going to be back for at least next season. They're going to get at least two out of him, possibly three. I, I I certainly hope so from your mouth to God's ears uh, then. And, and thank you. Appreciate the phone call, Matt. Uh, and then this deal would make more sense to me. Um, I just don't understand why we're not hearing that from Aaron. He was on the Michael K show earlier this, this, this week and was asked, you know, are you going to be here longer than a year? And he's like, if, if my body holds up and if I'm having fun, well, listen, the only way you're having fun is if you're if you're winning football games. So let's just hope the Jets are winning football games, right? All right, uh, we come back again. Joe is with his weekly hit here on 90.7 ESPN. His picks and his plays. A lot going on later on this afternoon and this evening, um, and uh, and and we'll end the show strong talking all things Knicks and Heat. That series kicking off tomorrow. So still a lot more coming your way. 90.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7. ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play! Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. He's got his own gambling show here on 98.7 ESPN. Joe, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How you doing? Hi, Anita. Happy birthday. Thanks for having me back on, and uh, hopefully we can make some money for people out there on this uh, dreary Saturday. But a lot of action happening. Let's do it. Let's do it. First and foremost, uh, let's dive into this Miami Heat-New York Knicks series. I love the Knicks in this series. Wouldn't be surprised if they seal the deal in five. Really wouldn't. Um, I had... Um, uh, Nick Ferdell on with me earlier uh, this week. In fact, yesterday I asked him, I, I think it's really crucial that Grimes is going to be active and attractive as well as Randall Abbey. Um, and from what I understand, they both will be active in this series. I think they're going to need Grimes specifically defensively to slow down Jimmy playoff, of course, AKA Jimmy Butler. What, what's your thoughts on this series? 
Yeah, uh, when you look at it here, it seems like everybody is all of a sudden on the Nick bandwagon, and I know you had the Knicks uh, in the uh, prior series against Cleveland. I think you did. Um, and now it seems like this reminds me of when the Knicks were playing the Atlanta Hawks last year, and uh, everybody was hoping for the Hawks, and the uh, Knicks got the Hawks and didn't play well. I think a lot of this is going to come down to the Randall situation. I mean, uh, I think that the Knicks are just desperately going to need him because we know about Jalen Brunson. Right now, the updated line has uh, the Knicks favored by four and a half, and the total is at 208. Um, and uh, Miami pulling off that stunner against the Milwaukee Bucks, Jimmy Butler. Um, they do have Adebayo and Gabe Vincent and Struss and Love and Lowry, so they do have some contributing plays here. Um, I think this is going to be a go longer than people anticipate here. I don't think it's going to be an easy series for the Knicks. That's just my instinct on it. Um, you know, there's no love lost between these two teams here. And um, unless they figure out a way of stopping Jimmy Butler, he's playing at another level right now. And um, I think that this is going to go six, possibly seven at the Garden um, in this series. I don't think it's going to be as, uh, you know, as lopsided as some people think. And so who do you have? It sounds to me that you're leaning I got more the Knicks. towards the I'm Heat. Picking the Knicks to, I'm, I'm picking the Knicks to win the series, but I'm expecting it to go the distance. I'm looking for this to be a seven-game series here, especially since we don't know the status of Randall because that's going to be a big factor. If he doesn't play, that changes the dynamics a little bit more. Um, and uh, we know that the Knicks can win without him. And the Knicks, have, we saw what they did. I had him against the Cavs in the series here. But uh, Miami matches up against uh, the Knicks really well. And um, I just think that they're going to go back and forth fourth here and you know with the with the line right now the, the Knicks being a favorite in the series at minus 140 um I I think that uh I like the Knicks to win the series but I think it's going to be a close a series than people think I'm expecting the Knicks to win in seven um again I wouldn't be surprised if they win in in five possibly six uh, the first game at the Garden Tomorrow, 1 o'clock, you'll be able to listen to the pregame show right here on 98.7 ESPN starting at 12.30, tip-off 1 o'clock. Knicks favored by 4, the over-under, as you said, uh, 4.5, the over-under, 207.5-208. Do you have a play in this game one? Yeah, when you take a look at it here, I'm going to go under in the game here. Um, the Knicks, they won this series against the Cavaliers with their defense. They did not allow the Cavs to score uh, 100 points in any of the games. Um, I think that uh, Miami is coming off of the uh, game against Milwaukee. Um, I think that this game is going to be a lot close. The spreads are four, and without knowing the status of Randall, it wouldn't shock me if uh, Thibodeau kept them out limited minutes or maybe not even play them. We don't, we, we, I don't have an updated report on that, but without knowing that, um, I might my play with this game would be the total uh, to go under in this uh, game tomorrow that goes at 1 p.m. Lean small towards the Knicks at lane the four, um, but um, under would be a stronger play for me. Again, Joe Wiz joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. He has his own gambling show uh, sponsored by Bet Rivers. Uh, tomorrow, or I should say, no, tonight, 8.30 p.m. tip-off. The Suns going up against the Nuggets. Nuggets favored by three and a half. The over-under is 227, but the Suns are favored in this series. Joe, I don't get it. I don't, I just, I don't understand the disrespect for Denver. And I'm not anticipating um, Devin Booker to play 40 minutes and put up over 40 points a game. So I, I love Denver in this game one. They've got one of the best home court advantages, especially because of that elevation. And I like the Denver Nuggets to win this series. What say you? Yeah, the Suns have had trouble against uh, quality teams on the road. They failed to cover, to win or cover in the last six as a visitor, and they just are four 
and 17 straight up and and in the last 21 with just eight covers in the last 21 as a visiting road underdog and that's the situation here tonight denver's favored by three and a half the total is at 227 denver's played all season long to get this home court advantage and uh, uh i'm expecting a high scoring affair in this game here you know, my main play in this game would be to play the over this game over 227 phoenix has gone over six of the last eight um and i think denver's going to be able to go up and down the court against phoenix um i like the over in this game here i I do lean small towards Denver, uh, but my bigger play in this game would be the total. Uh, if you ask me which of the plays to play more, um, I like the um, over 227 um, in this game here. And it's hard to go by the history of this year because, you know, even though the uh, home team won all four meetings um, uh, between these two, neither of the teams had what they were playing. No KD early part of the season, and then some of the plays were injured, so it's really hard to go by. But um, I'm expecting a high-scoring affair here over 227 for a game one tonight, 8.30 prime time. Uh, tomorrow, following the Heat-Knicks game at 3.30 in the afternoon, is the Golden State Warriors going up against the Sacramento Kings. Uh, I thought the Golden State Warriors would close it out um, last night. Was it last night? Yeah, last night with, with Steph Curry. Yep. I had over I had over 31.5 points. He only put up 29, quote-unquote, only. Um, I, I thought he was going to have an epic night at home. We know how different this team is on the road as opposed to um, on at home. Uh, they are favorite, a road favorite at one. The over-under is 229 and a half. I, I don't know what to make of this series now. I, I really don't. Again, I, I, I felt that the Warriors' chance to win in advance and to take on the Lakers was to win last night. And so now they have to take on the Sacramento Kings tomorrow. What say you? Yeah, when you take a look at it here, Anita, what's crazy is last night I was one, at one of the sports books, and um, I was playing the dog in the game. The line was seven and a half, and you know me, I'm always looking to buy that extra half point, so I was looking to get take eight. That line dropped. I couldn't believe it. I seen the line drop down to seven, then it went to six and a half. I even seen some places uh, on the street that had the line that dropped the line, yet everybody and their grandmother was betting Golden State yesterday, and yet the line was dropping. I couldn't understand it, and usually when that happens, the house usually prevails 90% of the time. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. I mean, Sacramento took an 8 nothing lead. Um, I was very surprised to see that the Warriors uh, just laid down. They didn't come to play at all. Now, uh, Game 7 tomorrow, uh, I'm going with Sacramento. We know that Golden State has struggled on the road this year, although they did win in Sacramento. Um, and um, I think that the Kings have not gotten the respect that anybody uh, that they deserve. They worked for it, and now they got Game 7 at home. They're getting one point. Lines sort of indicates the Golden State, uh, goal, uh, Sacramento as well, because lines, uh, you know, if you everybody's on Golden State again because they think that they're going to just come back, go in there and knock out Santa Clemente, the new kid on the block. Line is one. They're pretty much telling you just pick the winner here, and I'm going with the home team in Game 7. I'm going with Sacramento, who I picked to win the series before it started. Uh, Joe is joining us. Before we let you go, let's uh, look what's going on in Major League Baseball. Doesn't look like the Mets and the Atlanta game is going to take place because of the horrible rain and weather that's outside. But the Yankees, they are in Texas taking on the Rangers. Um, the Rangers, uh, really uh, um, concerning situation in regard to, to DeGrom. Forearm tightness, so he exited the game early yesterday. Uh, they were up 5-0 uh, in the first four innings, so of course the Yankees did lose that game 5-2. But they're at, at it again tonight. First pitch will be 7-0-5, and uh, you could get the Yankees on the money line at plus 135, the Rangers on the money line, minus 155. What side are you on here? 
Yeah, well, good luck playing the Yankees right now because, um, you know, Aaron Judge is obviously the key factor to me. We've got the Knicks without Randall. We've got the uh, Yankees now without Judge, and we don't know the status of what the situation with him is. But the Yankees without Judge in the lineup are like a totally different team here. Nathan Valdi pitches for uh, for the Texas, and he's 2-2 two and two with a 520 ERA. Um, the total here is at 8.5. Um, uh, Johnny Brito has just been getting lit up, Anita. I mean, he's just been terrible. And, um, you know, on April 13th in New York, he gave up seven runs runs in the first inning, uh, and they didn't do, do much better in Minnesota as well. Three runs and three hits and three walks, uh, 80 pitches in two and two-thirds of an inning here. I'm expecting the, uh, Texas. I don't normally like Lane Heavywood in baseball, so I'm expecting Texas to put six or seven runs on the board against Johnny Brito and the Yankees. The total is a safer play here. I like the over eight-and-a-half runs, um, but I'm expecting the Texas to knock off Brito. Um, he's just got the last, his last two starts have been absolutely terrible. So Texas uh, over is my main play, small play in Texas. Uh, again, before I let you go, I, I know this uh, this wasn't what you were anticipating uh, to talk about, but um, but there is the Devils and the Rangers game tonight, 8.08. The puck drops. You'll be able to listen to that right here on 98.7 ESPN. The Devils on the money line, plus 110. The Rangers on the money line, minus 130. Home ice doesn't really matter in this series. And the Devils, they've won three straight. Um, ever since they changed their goaltender, 97, uh, 97% save rate. And without without Shesterkin and the special teams for the Rangers, I don't even know if the series would last this long. To get the Devils at plus 110 on the money line, Joe, I might play that. I'm not so sure. I think that the Rangers are going to come to play today. I mean, this is uncharacteristic of them to be shut down the way they have been in the first three. I mean, Gerard Gallant's job might be on the, job, on the line here. And, uh, you know, everyone, um, I, I had said this series was going to go seven before it started. And I know all the momentum's with the Devils here, but this is a decisive game. The Rangers know what's at stake here. The Devils obviously want to close it out. But, um, you know, at the Garden, um, I just think that the Rangers are going to show up here. The line indicates the Rangers you're right, they are favored by this 130. The tolls are five and a half here. Uh, I'm expecting a game 70, and I'm, I like the Rangers um, to knock off the Devils tonight at the Garden. I don't see the – I just think that the Rangers are going to come out, and I think that uh, with Kane and Tarashenko, who hasn't played well, um, I think if they can play well, Shosturkin has done his job here, and um, the Devils goalie hasn't really been tested, and, uh, and the Rangers are going to have to put pressure on him. Tonight's the night at the Garden. Go Rangers. Yeah, but the shots on on net are like no nowhere close. <laughs> that you're you're right. That you're right. They, they're not putting any pressure on him at all. So um, again, I, I just think. Why... Go ahead. I'm, uh, that's why, I, I mean, listen, if it, it goes the way, if the Rangers don't put any pressure on them, obviously it's going to be another loss for them. Uh, I think that they're going to change up the game plan, um, and they know what's at stake here, not only for the Rangers, it's an elimination game here, but also, you know, there is rumors that there is, you know, a lot of pressure on Gallant to, 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 to at least win this game, if not win the series here. And uh, I'm just expecting the Rangers to respond here. They've been a good team all season long. I know the Devils have been a good road team, um, but, um, I'm going with the Rangers um, on a small favorite at the Garden here. It's one of the biggest um, home court, home field, uh, home court, home ice advantages in all of uh, hockey. And even though they haven't played well, um, they can turn that around real quickly. And I think that uh, with the leadership they have with Tarashenko um, and Kane and Shostak, it's going to have to come up with a shutout. That this, that Listen, from your from your work. mouth, from your mouth to the hockey gods' ears, um, I just I'm. <laughs> 
at plus 110 for a team that's got all the momentum, uh, I'm going to play the Devils. Uh, really quick before I let you go, XFL action, they're in the postseason, and we've got a game that's about to, uh, of course, uh, kick off at 7 o'clock tonight, and that is the Renegades going up against the Roughnecks. Uh, I'm going to lay the 6.5 with Houston. Uh, they are coming in strong. They've won their last three games. Their quarterback, Silvers, has improved. Wade Phillips is their head coach. He's going to have these guys ready for playoff atmosphere football. And for whatever reason, the Renegades just have not been able to get it totally going this season. So XFL tonight, Houston Roughnecks, minus 6.5. I'm going to lay the points. Also tomorrow at 3 o'clock, you've got the Seattle Sea Dragons going up against the D.C. Defenders. I like Seattle here. They're playing great football right now. A lot of weapons offensively. And D.C., their defense has given up a ton of points and passing yards as of late. So, uh, plus three. Give me the three with the Seattle Sea Dragons. I'm also going to play them on the money line at plus 145 to win straight up. And probably my favorite play is the over at 48 and a half. Again, D.C.'s defense has not been great as of late. And Seattle's offense is just uber electric. A lot of weapons. Josh Gordon is on that team. Danucci's their quarterback. Philip Lindsay is in their backfield. So I'm expecting a lot of points to be scored in this matchup. So over 48 and a half. Um, thank you so much for joining us as always, Joe. Appreciate you. Uh, let, let the listeners know um, when your show is up next. Uh, I'll be on Friday nights at midnight and Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. And they can also get some free picks on Twitter, Joe with Sports. And uh, I do agree with you with Seattle here. I took them on the money line. I'm expecting an upset. Fantastic. Joe, uh, appreciate you as always. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, my friend. Thank you. You got it. Joe Wiz, uh, Bet Rivers. Uh, we come back. Uh, let's spend some time, again, just doing a deeper dive into that Knicks Heat series. We'll open up the phone lines as well. You want to chime in? Now's the time to do so. I'm with you for the next 10 minutes, leading into Gordon Damer, who's going to be with you, leads into Don LaGreca. And, of course, you'll be able to listen to that Devils-Rangers game right here on 90.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Knicks back in action tomorrow. Pre-game show right here on 98.7 ESPN coming your way at 12.30. And then, of course, tip-off at 1 o'clock. Knicks favored by 4. Um, the over-under is 207 and a half. Um, I want to look at some of the odds out there in regard to the series. Playoff series props. Knicks to win the series, minus 165. The Heat to win the series, plus 135. And then um, series correct score. So again, I wouldn't be surprised. You could wager that the Knicks win the series in five at plus 450. 
you could you could wager that the Knicks win the series in six at five to one. Um, you could wager that the Knicks win this series uh, 4-3. Of course, it goes the distance. That's what Joe Wiz believes is going to happen at plus 340. Okay, so a few things. Number one, not taking anything away from um, from Jimmy Butler. He, he's been, he, he really, he has been absolutely tremendous, right? Uh, but for whatever reason, uh, the Bucks defense can't hold a candle to the Knicks. The Knicks and the Lakers, well, actually, so... The Lakers have the best defense in the NBA since the All-Star break. The Knicks actually have had the best defense in the postseason. And, of course, how, we saw how suffocating that defense was against the Cavs. Um, I truly believe that uh, a big key to them at least slowing down Jimmy Butler. Listen, I, I, in four games, okay, in four games that Jimmy Butler has played against the Heat this season, 34 minutes, 12 points, 37 minutes, 35 points, 33 minutes, 33 points, 33 minutes, 10 points. So he's in, he's in the thirties. Is he in the forties? No. Uh, Is this a heat defense, a a, a Knicks defense that I feel can contain him and keep him somewhere like high twenties, low thirties? I do, but I, I do believe that, that Grimes needs to be a factor in that in order to help make that happen. And I, I had, like I said, Nick Friedel, who covers uh, the Knicks uh, for ESPN. I had a conversation with him yesterday, and, um, and, and he, it was right after he had, he had spoken to uh, um, Tibbs, and they are expecting Grimes and Julius Randle to play tomorrow. So, A, that's going to be key, right? I just, I love this team mentality when it comes to this Knicks team right like Julius Randle goes down Mitch Robinson comes in 18 rebounds Josh Hart has to start not coming off the bench averages a double double every night points and rebounds Brunson consistent 22 points against the heat that's what he averaged this season quickly um Toppin coming in uh, off the bench the last game uh, against the Cavs uh, together they put up 31 points the Knicks have more depth, which I think is going to be key in this series. Again, reports are they're going to have Grimes, which I think are going to help them defensively against Jimmy Butler. Tyler Hero and Oladipo are out. Hero averaging 25 points a game against the the Knicks. Where is that going to come from? And at the end of the day, in Tibbs, I trust, believing that he's going to put a defensive game plan together uh, that I think is going to be really, really solid against this Heat team. So, again... Am I, you know, that, that's how I'm going to wager this. Knicks 4-1, so the series goes 5 at plus 450. Knicks going 6, 5-1, the series going all the way, and the Knicks winning plus 340. Um, by the way, Harvey and Joe, thank you so much. Uh, really appreciate you guys, uh, especially making my birthday show extremely special. Um, I really do enjoy working with you gentlemen on Saturday afternoon. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Everybody have a fantastic afternoon and evening. Stay tuned. Gordon Damer is coming your way next. And then you'll hear from Don LaGreca. And you'll be able to listen to your Rangers-Devils game right here on 98.7 ESPN.